Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We are here to shift the paradigm of business and marketing and social media in this digital age of infinite possibility and bridge our inner technology, our intuition with outer technology through rituals, personal development tools, conscious business practices, spiritual tools, and the magical tool of social media. I am your host, Xenia, storyteller, conscious social media teacher, speaker, and a multidimensional traveler. Welcome to the new paradigm. Welcome back to Woken Wired. Today, I have a solo episode for you where I will be giving you a behind-the-scenes look into pivoting from the brand that has brought so much into my life, Breakfast Criminals, and the top things I have learned from eight years of running it. The digital landscape has changed quite a bit since I started my business, so the things I will be sharing are mostly evergreen, long-term strategies. I won't be telling you how I grew my account exactly eight years ago on Instagram because a lot of those things don't apply anymore. And so as you consider your own business goals, your own vision for your lifestyle and how you express your medicine in the digital realm, remember to always, not just within this podcast, to focus on a long-term vision that doesn't get old as technology changes. Because tips and tricks and hacks are great sometimes, but it's not a reliable long-term strategy for you to create a legacy and something that provides for you for a lifetime. So I'm excited to give you a behind-the-scenes glimpse into what's going on in my own business. And before we begin, I want to say thank you to today's sponsor, Tailwind. Tailwind is a Pinterest scheduling tool that helps you grow your business with more traffic so you can spend more time doing what you love. I am so down with it. Pinterest has been the biggest traffic driver to breakfastcriminals.com over the years, even though Pinterest is where I spent the least time out of all social network, or at least the major ones. And so one of my goals this year is to educate myself further on Pinterest and Tailwind and to integrate that further into my strategy for the podcast and beyond, because I have seen the kind of traffic it can bring and the kind of impact it can make. And if you are wanting to drive traffic to your site without spending all day on social media, I highly recommend you check out Tailwind. They're offering a special deal to you, my listener. And if you haven't tried it yet, go to tailwindapp.com slash woke and wired to get $30 off your plus plan. Tailwind app, that's app.com slash woke and wired. So here's how this is going to go. I'm first going to give you a little background on Breakfast Criminals. If you are new here so that you know what I'm talking about, then I will share the lessons I have learned with the intention that you can take something away and apply it to your business and see results and see a shift in your energy and get present to miracles that weren't in your field of awareness before. So here we go. Breakfast Criminals seeds were planted in 2012 when I got into vegan, healthy lifestyle. I'm no longer vegan, but at that time, it was a huge trend eating raw, eating all these green smoothie bowls. I remember when the switch from frozen yogurt, which I was obsessed with, 
two acai bowls started happening, and I was obsessed with them before you could actually buy acai bowls in New York City. It wasn't really a thing. And at the same time, I was going through a big breakup that seemed to have been existentially the end of a big chapter. I had just lost what I thought was my dream job because of visa and paperwork problems. I'm originally from Russia. And at the same time, I got this opportunity to go to Hawaii. A friend from Russia was visiting and we decided to plan a trip to Hawaii. We flew over there even though it made no sense financially or in any other way. At the time, I thought I had 60 days to pack my bags and leave the country because my work visa did not go through that time. This was one of those decisions that made no sense on a strategic level, on logical level, but I followed it and it ended up being a catalyst for everything that was to follow. You will notice that is a thread in a lot of the times when my business and my vision for my life had expanded. So I ended up in Hawaii, tried my first acai bowl in real life. I had this moment where it was just this remembering and coming home. And I came back to New York City and I started seeking out frozen acai, making my own bowls. And I was posting them back then on my personal Instagram account. I wasn't that early of an adopter on Instagram. I was forced to get on it because I needed to manage social media for the fashion brand I was working for as their social media director. And so that's how I got on it. And all I had at the time was my personal account. That's before you were able to have multiple accounts easily and switch between them. And I just started noticing that anytime I posted my smoothie bowls, they were getting so much more traction than any other content, which at that time was lifestyle and fashion and travel. And so one day in meditation, I was going through a meditation training at the time and getting ready to do a yoga teacher training actually too. I had this intuitive voice that came into my head and said, start a separate account. And the name Breakfast Criminals came into my awareness because breakfast has always meant home. It's always for me had this sense of feeling nourished, feeling grounded and connected. I remember growing up in Russia and some days it being very hard to get out of bed because it would get so cold in the winter and it would be so dark when we had to get ready for school and breakfast was the warm thought that would inspire me to get out of bed. So I was posting my recipes. I was studying everything there was about nutrition. I was following nutritionists and health coaches from around the world. Shout out here to Loni Jane, who was one of my biggest inspirations at the time. And it started taking off. Within a year, I hit 10,000 followers. I had started establishing relationships with brands before being an influencer was on anyone's radar. Down the line, I also started charging them money for including their brands in my posts. And at the same time, I was still working full-time at a top image consulting agency in New York City in Manhattan. And every morning, I would wake up extra early. I would make myself those crazy smoothies with way too many superfoods. And I would post a picture of them on my subway commute into my office. And then I would usually post it on the subway. And then there was a little walk through Central Park to my office on Fifth Avenue. And that's when I usually listen to shamanic podcasts and things about meditation and consciousness. And I'm saying that intentionally. I think it all played a role. It was this practice of putting something out there and then tapping into the source. 
and tapping into my inner knowing and creating the space for it to find whoever it was meant to find at the time. A lot of those mornings, I would meet up with other content creators and authors and TV stars, all kinds of people in Central Park on the rocks and share my breakfast with them. Sounds kind of crazy as I say it out loud now. Back then, it was a time before even DMs on Instagram existed. So what I would do is as I was following people that I loved in the field of yoga and nutrition, anytime I would notice that they live in New York City or they were visiting New York City, I would find them on Twitter usually and tweet them saying, hey, so-and-so, I see you in New York would love to make you a delicious superfood breakfast. And sometimes they would go unnoticed those messages. And sometimes, most of the times, I would actually get responses and end up having a breakfast with those people. And you'll see how that ties into some of the biggest lessons in a moment too. I loved making smoothie bowls. For me, it was this representation of being creative first thing in the morning, a representation of nourishing yourself inside out. And it started getting press quite a bit of press around the world. It's been featured in Harper's Bazaar Malaysia. Breakfast Criminals has appeared in Shape, Condé Nast Traveler, Vogue Refinery29. So many awesome publications over the years have included it in different roundups and have had references to it. Ultimately, in 2017, I was selected by Kashi Golin to appear on their cereal box cover and that felt like a big deal. I still have a couple of covers that I've shared with my family and kept myself, you know, as an immigrant from Russia who came here by herself without any connections in any of the industries. It just is a reminder to all of us that anything is possible when we follow what feels right in our bodies, when we take it one step at a time. And one of my intentions for sharing this all with you is to serve as this reminder to you that no matter what your circumstances are, if you are intentional, if you show up with presence and kindness of heart, anything is possible. So with that in mind, let's get into the lessons. Number one, it's okay to not know what you're doing. It's revealed to you one step at a time. When I started Breakfast Criminals, I didn't even have a website. I only started my website after a collaboration with Sweetgreen. We did a media campaign featuring different ingredients they were using at the time from different states. And I did a whole photo shoot at their Nomad location in New York City. It was one of the very few locations at the time. There was no sweet green on the West Coast, but it was one of big brand collaborations in the beginning of my career. And I remember coming home from that photo shoot and realizing they're going to be linking to me from their Tumblr blog. And it's a big deal, so I better start a website. So only then I started it. But when I started posting photos of my breakfast with inspiring messages every morning, I didn't have a business plan. I didn't know I could make money from it. I was just following something that was alive within me and that was helping me get over tough places in life. Losing a job, losing a visa, losing what I thought at the time was the worst, a relationship, which I thought was the one. And I am continuously learning that lesson that sometimes it just takes us saying yes to one thing and it inevitably if it's meant to leads to many others. It was the same thing with renovation of the tiny cabin where me and my fiance Eric live now. It started with saying yes to renovating one room, the bedroom. And from there on, it just expanded into the whole house becoming our dream little tiny cabin in the woods. And 
when we said yes to the bedroom, there was no possibility for taking on renovating the whole house. Financially, time investment-wise, energy investment-wise, it just was not aligned. And so just by saying yes to one thing, all these other ways to make it happen opened up. So one step at a time, if you want to check out the full story of the tiny cabin renovation and how that happened and how Eric held a bigger vision for us this whole time, check out episode 129. So if something feels right for you in your body right now, go for it, even if you have no idea what the next steps are, how it's going to be monetized, how you're going to sustain it, just give it a try and be playful. Number two, give, give, give without expectations. Those times when I reached out to those people and offered them a breakfast, I didn't ask them to post about it on Instagram. I didn't ask them anything, but inevitably 100% of them would post about it. And that's one of the biggest ways I had grown my account back in the day and was exposed to so many thought leaders around the world. So before you ask for anything, whether you're asking your audience or thought leaders in your industry, see how you can give more. Just really sit with that inquiry. How can I give more? How can I give from the pure generosity of my heart without expecting anything in return? I get so many DMs saying, I love your work. Will you please check out my profile and give it some love? And that works uh, 0% of times. So the question is, how can you show up and offer value before you ask for anything in return. And also, if you're reaching out to anyone with any kind of request or ask, make sure you're in their field for a while. Make sure you follow them on different networks or only on just one and just give some love to whatever they're sharing. Be the first person that comments. Be a supporter and only then, if it feels right, create the bridge to perhaps creating that ask, but never just show up from nowhere with an ask when that person doesn't know who you are. Number three, there are so many directions in which you can take your business. The possibilities are limitless. But here's the thing, you can do anything but not everything at once. If it's not aligned for you, it will fall away. I've attempted pivoting breakfast criminals into a community and other different things, but it wasn't what I truly wanted and I was not aligned with it. So when you are choosing in which direction to take your business, make sure that what you take on is aligned with your energy, is aligned with your vision, or that you have a team who can fill those gaps for you when it's not something you're good at or want to give your energy to. Every business strategist, every marketing consultant will tell you these are the things you need to be doing as XYZ. But it's just one of the ways to go about it. What you are doing has been done by others because we're creating nothing that is brand new. Everything is repeated, but it has never been done by you. And that's what makes it unique. So how can you create your own script instead of following someone else's and trust that path even if it feels unknown and stick to what feels right for you instead of following formulas that have worked for others? Number four, whatever it takes, connect with your peers and exchange information. In the beginning of my content creator career, meeting with other bloggers and talking about rates and how to communicate with brands and how to negotiate is what changed everything. And it still very much does. So whatever it takes, identify people you are aligned with and can learn from and have a valuable exchange for both sides and see how you can make that conversation happen. 
whether that's getting connected through a mutual friend and just having a 10-minute conversation or taking that person's course and diving into their world and, you know, creating a more formal way to ask them questions because help is always out there, guidance is out there, but if we don't ask for it, if we don't create the ways for it to come in, then we'll never know. Number five, invest into yourself and your education, whether that's podcasts or books, but most of all, humans. I've hired consultants, coaches, taken courses, joined masterminds when I had specific areas of my business I was ready to expand or get more clarity on or support on. And those were some of the best decisions I've ever made. And what I noticed is that not only would I get education, you know, one of the courses I've taken was on affiliate marketing and that has significantly helped me increase the amount of affiliate revenue I bring in every month. Another one was joining a mastermind. And that one was just one of the best investments I have ever made into my business and the different revenue streams that it brings in. And here's the interesting thing that I've noticed, both about Mastermind and different courses I've taken, that when you join environments with people with similar values, if your offering is solid and well-presented, you will inevitably get clients. There have been so many times where I've gone back and forth in my mind whether I should join a certain course and then I do, and then the money I end up making from the people I have met in the course, whether it's a result of them hiring me or us collaborating and creating something together, always ends up paying for that course investment and then some. But here's an important disclaimer. Just joining courses won't take you anywhere. You actually have to show up and do the work. Find your own flow, your own way of implementing it and applying it to your business, And that's when you're going to see results. Just showing up sometimes actually does make a difference because there might be a miraculous one thing you hear that makes all the difference in your business or a connection that changes everything for you. Meeting a business partner in one of those environments, who knows? But if you truly want results, you've got to show up with your full presence. Number six, it's your responsibility to make your brand and your offerings clear. If someone doesn't get it, it's not about them. It's about you. And the question is, how can you explain it better? How can you make what you do more clear? How can you make it easy for anyone who comes across your content, your digital universe across all platforms, to know what you do? Take any feedback with curiosity and find places to improve. And don't assume that everyone knows everything about your business. I can't tell you how many times I have posted about cacao ceremony and ceremonial cacao. I have multiple podcast episodes and a YouTube video, and a very, very lengthy blog post. And yet still, every week I get questions in my DMs about where to buy cacao, how is it different from cacao powder, how to make it, etc. So it's our role as content creators to be responsible for making it easy to find us, which is one of my goals for this year. We'll get into that shortly. Number seven, collaboration over competition. Instead of comparing yourself to someone who you think is better in your industry, how can you just pause any thoughts of judgment or comparison and ask yourself, what can I learn from them? Whenever you do that, you create the space for your own unique light and medicine to come through and maybe even a possibility of collaborating with that person. Number eight. Seek out opportunities to be inspired from industries beyond yours. Learn not just from your niche, but also from completely different places. I can't tell you how many times I've watched 
nature and animal documentaries and have gotten ideas for my business, for different ways to tell stories and show up. So be open to creating those previously non-existent neural connections that will make all the difference and give you that unique flair that stands out that others will remember you for. Your inspiration isn't always going to come from the obvious places. So know that if you're called to close your laptop and go for a nature walk, there's a reason for it and you're creating space for connection with that creative muse and some new ideas that are wanting to come through you. Here's another example that TV show Homecoming and the way that the cinematography in it is so different and so inspiring, it got me thinking about mastering video more, which ultimately led me to get on TikTok, which led to me building this big platform that now is a huge opportunity to work with brands. And it all starts somewhere. And then you take it one step at a time and it unfolds. Number nine, whatever you do well, make sure it's visible. Don't make others dig for your credibility and expertise. Testimonials, awards you've been nominated for, podcasts you've been on, public speaking, whatever it is that you're good at and have been recognized for, make sure it's on your about page. Make sure you are repurposing it for your social media platforms. Make sure it's in your bio, wherever it makes sense. Make it super easy for people to see what you're about and to see what you've been recognized for because we are human beings and we very much paint pictures of others based on how they have been recognized in the world. So if you have those accolades, make sure they're out there. And if you have a problem with appearing show-offy, if that's a concern of yours, it's an invitation to get comfortable with being seen one step at a time. If you want to be successful as a public figure, you better uncover what's in the way now. Speaking of uncovering what's in your way, if you want to achieve new levels of success, whether that's financially or in terms of impact or your lifestyle, it first starts with creating a container of holding that space for yourself first and creating the pathways to receiving it first energetically. So if you had everything you've wanted for your business and for yourself today, would you be ready to receive it? Would you be ready to adjust your life to the changes that it would come with? Number 11, alchemize the parts of your business that are doing well into doorways that will lead you where you want to go. When Breakfast Criminals was doing really well, I was getting a lot of invitations to lead superfood and breakfast master classes. I have led them all around the world from Moscow to Brazil. And at some point, I didn't want to do it that much anymore. And so what I started doing is anytime people would reach out to me to lead a master class about superfoods at their event, I would switch directions and I would tell them about my new social media masterclass that I teach to present to others how to grow their brand online. And that's what really kicked off the branch of my business that you're listening to now, which is teaching and speaking and being a thought leader in the field of conscious social media. So if someone reaches out to you and offers something that's not aligned, instead of just saying no right away, ask yourself, how can I funnel this? How can I redirect it? into something that I actually do want to give energy to and grow. That's exactly how I got opportunities to speak at big stages like the UN. It is how I got to meet Dr. Weil and make him a ceremonial cacao. So know that it's all in your hands. People don't know what you're up to. They don't know what your goals are. That's one of, one of my favorite ways to start meetings whenever I'm discussing a collaboration with anyone is, 
to lay out what we're up to, what's important to us, what we currently want to build, and then from there see where we intersect and where we can come together to amplify both of our goals. Number 12, don't let the numbers or external success or lack thereof stop you from anything. If you have a little voice in the back of your head saying, but who am I to connect with such and such? Or who am I to be worthy of this or deserving of this? Or maybe you're saying, I'm not ready for this. Well, you're the only one who decides if you're ready or not. So don't let the numbers stop you. It's more about who you know and creating human connections and the energy behind what you're offering than the numbers on your account. For example, when Breakfast Criminals was hosting weekly takeovers, I would have people from all over the world, wellness authors and leaders, take over and show their morning routine. Sometimes I would get a random message from someone I've never met or never seen with a very small account saying, hey, I've been following the takeovers for a year and I would love to do a takeover and this is the value I would offer to your community and this is how it would go. And you know how many times I've said yes to this? Probably close to 100%. As long as you are clear on your energy and the value that you offer, it's not about the numbers. 13. Don't assume anything about other people. The digital level of how we present ourselves is just a tiny fraction of the fullness of a human being. I've made that mistake so many times of judging people too quickly online and then meeting them in person, and falling in love with them at first sight. So know and remember that the digital world is just like an avatar of who we are in real life, and it's just one facet of someone. And be open-minded to learning from anyone and connecting with anyone. Number 14, diversify your streams of income. When we have only one main stream of income, we tend to put a lot of pressure on it. So for example, when I quit my job in fashion and my mainstream of income at the time was brand collaborations, I made sure that I also had a digital product and a physical product to support how I was making money. Because when all of the expectations to bring in money go into one thing, it tends to, in my experience, to take out some of the playfulness and joy out of it. So diversify how you make money early on. If you're a blogger, can you also be a teacher and teach others to do what you do? If you're a coach, can you also create an ebook or a course or make some affiliate money or make money from views on your YouTube videos? There are so many possibilities and I really encourage you to diversify how exactly you make your money. 15. Digital products. I created my first ebook recipe ebook that still is active and sells. It's called the Breakfast Criminals ebook in I think 2014. And I was just paying attention to what people were asking, the kind of recipes that kept coming up, the kind of questions that kept coming up. And I created exactly what my community wanted. And it still is bringing some money. I mean, it's not thousands of dollars, but you know, maybe a couple of hundred dollars every quarter or so with no effort in my end. All the recipes that exist on the website for free are now, you could say, a funnel into the ebook for those who want to dive deeper and get more recipes. Now my digital offerings have evolved quite a bit and I have multiple online workshops and courses that are a big stream of revenue for me, but you've got to start somewhere. And no, it's not too late to make an ebook 
and now it's not too late to make an online course. That was a mistake I was making about two years ago when I launched my conscious social media program. I had this story for the longest time that I'm too late to the game. Everyone has an online course and no one's going to care about it. And it ended up being a massive success. And I've taught the program four times. And the latest launch in the fall of 2020 was the biggest one I've ever had. So no, it's not too late because it's not been done by you. And if there's an interest from your community, that means you could be the person who fills that void. Number 16, physical products. When my account was taking off, I was using a ceramic red heart-shaped bowl that so many people were asking me about. And I picked it up at TJ Maxx and there was only one available. So after hundreds of people had asked me where they can buy their own version of the heart bowl, I realized, what if I make one? I was reading Tim Ferriss's 4-Hour Workweek where he talks about creating products and fulfillment. And I also had a little bit of experience of reaching out to factories in China through Alibaba.com. And I just ended up finding a factory and producing a few thousand bowls. And that became my first physical product. Running the heart bowl has definitely brought in some income. If I didn't have it, I don't know if I could have afforded in 2014 to go on a pilgrimage to India with my meditation teacher, Harshita, who has actually been a guest on this show. And it was this divinely orchestrated opportunity that just infused my life with cash that I could put into things that ended up defining my life. Over the years, once the first batch ended, there were some real big fails at the end of this. I accidentally created, instead of a private Amazon code, it was being sold on Amazon at the time only. Now I'm selling it directly to consumer. I thought I was creating a private discount code for my friends, but the discount code that was for like 80% off accidentally ended up being public. And I woke up one morning and someone scooped up all of the bowls And you know what? It was meant to be. I was about to go nomadic for almost a year and I needed to get rid of the bowls, but that was definitely a mistake in terms of finances there. When I relaunched the heart bowl with a different design that are a little bit smaller and they come in three colors, I used a different factory that is much better quality. And now I'm selling directly through a Shopify site instead of relying on Amazon, which takes quite a bit of the money that you make. And there's been months when it has done really well, when I intentionally create email campaigns. That's what converts the best for me. I've made up to four to $5,000 in a month of profit from selling heart bowls, but most months it's under a thousand. So it's not a huge revenue stream for me, but, and here's the magical thing, it has been one of the most incredible PR campaigns of all time. And the benefit I've gotten from that has outweighed all revenue concerns. The Heart Bowl has been loved and mentioned by some really popular names, including Cameron Diaz and Romy Street, who is a Victoria's Secret angel. And some of those pushes end up opening a lot more PR doors for me, as someone who's never invested in PR, that not having that product, I don't know if it would have done that. Plus, it creates a brand recognition that also outweighs anything else. I know for a fact that anytime anyone who's come across my brand sees a red heart-shaped bowl, they're going to think about breakfast criminals and most likely they're going to tag it and let me know about it. When you create a product that has a story that people want to share, product or an offering, people will naturally share it. And there's so many examples of brands taking off without ever spending a dollar on ads, marketing, 
or influencer outreach. Because when we create something that people just want and it creates a buzz and people recommend it to each other, that speaks for itself and it's still possible. 17. When you outgrow something you have created, you will know. You will know when it's time for your kid to go to college. And instead of giving up on a project when it's no longer aligned, give it space. Give it the space to be and show you the way. In my example, I've known that Breakfast Criminals needed to transform for a couple of years now. It was very scary because it was the thing that people knew me for. It was the thing that I've been recognized for publicly. And I was scared that if I let go of it, then what I do is no longer relevant. And even though it's scary, I knew that my energy was no longer there and I couldn't fake it. I didn't care about sharing recipes that much anymore. And I didn't care about posting about food that much. I want to do it on my terms. And I'm the kind of person that when it's not aligned, I just want to bounce. So instead, I just kept giving it space. And for a while there, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. So in 2020, I took a six-month break or more, actually, from doing sponsored posts on Breakfast Criminals. And with time, I was shown that I do love doing sponsored posts and I do love partnering with aligned brands and creating content that creates some positive ripples. So sometimes it's not about completely erasing an idea or getting rid of it. It's about giving it the space to become what it's meant to be. For me, what I've been shown, it was time to grow Breakfast Criminals into a bigger container that holds bigger topics I want to talk about. So I changed Breakfast Criminals account on Instagram to at home with Xenia to symbolize being at home in your space, at home in your body, and at home in your life. I am living the inquiry, and as I find answers and have insights, I share that through words, but also through energy and images, because internet is a way to exchange frequencies online. If you want to check it out, it's at home with Xenia on Instagram and also on TikTok. Now it's being streamlined. One of my goals for 2021 is to streamline my offerings and the things I talk about and make what I offer that's of value easily findable. So the vision there is to create a hub at homewithxenia.com that will be this place that can take you around my universe where you can hop on a ship and travel around it and find the things that resonate with you. Bonus lesson that I learned from the Breakfast Criminals Metamorphosis is don't give up that easily. If something doesn't happen on its first try, and for me, I wasn't able to change the Breakfast Criminals handle to At Home with Ksenia for four months, it doesn't mean that it's not meant to be. Maybe you're meant to take some space away from it, and maybe you're meant to accomplish it in a certain way to learn specific lessons along the way. So make it a game and bring playfulness everywhere you go with how you share yourself and your medicine and know that you are unique and your message is unique. And if any of what I just shared speaks to you, it is time to step up and try something new and be playful about it and to let go of the fear of being judged because when we are shining our light, we give others permission to do the same. All right, so what's the future of Breakfast Criminals? For now, I'm keeping breakfastcriminals.com as a content website. I'm still making affiliate revenue from the content that already exists on it. It also still sells my heart goal and my ebook, so that is still very much alive. I'm going to be creating at homewithxenia.com as the hub that links you to all the other things that I have created and that I run. At Home with Xenia Instagram 
is going to have a new way to go through the cycles of time and sharing information throughout the year. So stay tuned on that. I'm very excited about it. I am starting to partner with brands again, brands that are aligned and have similar values of sustainability and creativity and health. And I am especially creating the space for long-term deals with conscious home and lifestyle brands within both Instagram and TikTok. With the Heart Bowl, I still have a few thousand units left on hand. I am partnering with a couple of brands that will be carrying it on their own sites. Exciting announcement coming tomorrow, actually, this Friday. So stay tuned for that. And I'm also creating more opportunities to partner with retail stores online and offline that would be interested in buying out all of the Heart Bowls and selling them. In terms of conscious social media offerings and teachings and mentorships, I am going to continue optimizing them, continue streamlining the offerings to make sure that you are supported on your own journey of sharing your medicine in the digital realm and doing it with ease and playfulness and intuition. That's all I've got. I also have a sense that there will be something else that is big this year that will come up that is magical and bigger than anything I've ever created or co-created with. I don't yet know what that is, but I'm holding that space for a miracle and I am happy to share it with you as it manifests. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear what you took away from this, what speaks to you, what you might be applying into your own business. If you're going to share it on Instagram, please tag at WokenWired so I can see it. Have a magical day. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message. Find all the show notes and all the resources on WokenWired.com and say hello on Instagram. Find me at Woke and Wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now.